Hey y'all, um, long time no talk. I guess that would be because there are times when I have things to talk about and there are times when I don't because I'm more focused on personal things, but I suppose there's always time to share my thoughts because that's really what this is all about. It's almost like a a journal. You get to take a little peek into my mind. Um... It's July 2021 now, so we got out of 2020 mostly safe, I think. You know, there was a lot of obvious trauma and grief for others and a lot of changes and a lot of restructuring and reframing perspectives and there's a lot of chaos, but I just feel like every year brings something crazy, so as I start to get older, um, just kind of realize, you know, each year is going to come and go, and it's going to bring crazy, weird, exciting things, and sometimes terrible, awful things that we feel like we'll never find our way out of, but here we are, or at least here I am, and if you're listening, then here you are. You know, I was, um, I recently went through a, a breakup, um, and that breakup did not, did not go down well for a number of reasons, but, you know, I could stop and say, hey, I saw the, the red flags, and I did many months before, but, If you're like me and you tend to question whether or not you are not open enough to give love a chance, of course you're going to try to override some of the negatives you might see in a person's behavior. Um, But nonetheless, you know, you live and you learn, you move on, and you, you or I, hopefully you do as well, learn how to choose your time wisely and you choose where to spend your energy wisely I mean some people don't have as much trouble as I would say I do connecting with people and finding people who are genuine and I definitely have found some genuine people in my life but oh when it comes to relationships dear fucking god I have struggled so much and part of it was due to early on learning healthy behaviors and learning about myself and what I specifically needed and the other part is learning boundaries and learning how everyone else even if they claim to say they have good intentions people don't always have good intentions and sometimes it's sad to say they're honestly not even aware that they wear a mask, that they hide so many things. And if even if they are, they may not want to admit where their insecurities lie. But nonetheless, hey, we're not here to be perfect. We're here to learn and grow and love and find peace and happiness. That sounded like some hippy-dippy shit, but guess what? It's the truth. Like, you are here to enjoy life. You are here to... Enjoy what life has to offer. Um, And that's not some vague, positive-only bullshit. Because trust me, in order 
to learn what life life does have to offer you kind of have to work through a lot of your darkness and learn how to sit with it and that that doesn't mean you know you ignore it and shove that shit under the rug and pretend like you've never dealt with negative aspects of yourself or like you have never hated a person or have never done like shitty things to yourself or others i think it's just more about growing and taking what you have and going with it and saying i can decide to try to do better for my own peace of mind and then to spread that love to others because that's really why we're here to help others out to enjoy what life has to offer and to live the best life we can and that's not me brushing aside the current world issues dealing with you know wars in different countries i'm not up to date on all those aspects because it's hard for me to keep track hey i have anxiety (laughs) i can only focus on so much pain at once um but we are here to help others in whatever aspect we can and we're here to try to create that peace and be inspirations to everyone else around us you know that's your job here um so yes i was i was talking about a breakup that i recently went through last month and It's weird how reflection can do certain things because I've had a lot of crappy relationships, you know? I think that it's hard for me when I become attached to just let go and say, hey, like, we're not right for each other. Hey, this person's a shitty person. But you live and you learn. I've, I've been the shitty person in relationships as well, too, so I'm not gonna pretend like I don't have any... Hmm negative or toxic qualities that I've had to try to diffuse that being said um I was I was driving in the car the other day and I was thinking you know just in my mind reflecting back on things and how I felt before I even got into this relationship like months before I got into this relationship I was in this mindset of thinking you know oh I feel like it's about to be Christmas have you ever have you ever had a moment or you feel like you're on the 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 edge of something great. Have you ever had that moment where it feels like it's about to be your birthday? It's about to be Christmas. Um, it's a high energy feeling where you are almost kind of like buzzing inside. Um, that sounds weird, but <laughs> hopefully you know what I mean. Like you just feel ecstatic. Um, like something great is about to happen. Like. It's almost that feeling of like, hey, I just won the lottery or I got the winning lottery numbers, right? It's that feeling of pure excitement. Like anything is possible. That's it. Anything is possible. That feeling of Christmas, your birthday, of fresh new love. It's that feeling of anything is possible Um, and in a good way. I remember feeling that, um, you know, a few, a month or two before I think I met this person that I eventually decided to get into a relationship with. Um, it, it was just that feeling of like, wow, like something great is about to happen now. Mm. 
reflecting back on that and thinking that so much would turn out to be great. Did have me stopping and thinking, like, what what did I do wrong? Where did I go wrong? Sure, yeah, I, I fucked up. Um, but I will not negate the fact that this person had very toxic and dismissive qualities when it came to being able to no- negotiate conflict and being able to listen to certain things and take accountability. Um, and I felt very much like I was love-bombed. So I'll set that aside because those are my true feelings. I don't feel like that person could exist in a healthy relationship. Um, you know, for me, it was like, where did I go wrong? Because I started off feeling so excited. Even before I met this person, I started off feeling so excited, ecstatic, like, you know, basically that feeling of like the world is mine. Where did I go wrong? Um, because it did ultimately end in, I wouldn't say heartbreak because I'm not heartbroken. My heart stretches, my heart is big, it's going to grow. Like that is my firm belief now. I don't even believe in heartbreak for me anymore because you know what? I'm strong. I got a strong heart. (laughs) And hopefully you do too. Hopefully you have been working on strengthening your heart and building yourself up so that you can continue to love others properly and not pass on damage to others. But, you know, I asked myself, where, where did I go wrong? Where did I mess up? Where did I veer away from that feeling? Um, Because initially upon meeting this person, I was like, oh, they're, they're, they're wanting to try to you know, get certain attention, but not fully give slowly. It was, it was weird. It was kind of that weird sort of not love bombing, but love bombing kind of phase. Anyways, I could go through all the details of it, but maybe I'll need, I'll need to do a podcast on, um, like what it's like to deal with different narcissistic personalities. Um, but that will be for another day for now. Um, the one thing that became clear to me was, you know, um, the question that popped up in my mind that became clear to me was, what, what is it to feel like you've never had your heart broken? What, what is that feeling like? We could go back to childhood and we could talk about how it's a very innocent-minded feeling of not believing that anyone or anything could ever hurt you. But that's only one tiny aspect of it. You know, it's that feeling of just believing that, like, as I said, anything could happen. And not only could anything happen, but anything could happen for your highest good. So, for me, I asked myself while I was driving in the car, what was that feeling like? Like, what did it feel like before your heart was ever broken, before you were ever betrayed, before you were ever told that Santa Claus is not real? I'm giving a mild example because, obviously, we've all been through a certain pain in life that's far worse than being told that Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny are not real <laughs> to a certain extent. 
and for me, you know, I stopped to think it just, you know, it's that, it's that fireworks feeling, not like, not like when you're in love, but just like the, the excitement being on the precipice of some great discoveries. It's, it's that magical feeling. Um, and as I was thinking about that and, you know, when I think certain images or like colors will go through my mind when I'm thinking of like a certain feeling, like I'll have certain images in my mind that, you know, I think of as like what feels magical to me. Uh, I'm a little strange like that. Maybe you're like that too. It's cool. And I got to be think. I, you know, I was, I was thinking about that and the next point to go to would be how do I get back to that place of feeling like my heart was never betrayed, broken, torn? How do I get back to that place? How do we as flawed but absolutely beautiful fucking humans get back to that space of that curious, exciting, creative mindset that we're born with. That trusting, big-hearted, expansive energy that comes with, you know, the excitement of, oh, it's about to be Christmas, you know. How do we get back to that? How do we hold true to ourselves? I think in today's world, you, you jump on Instagram and Facebook and a, a lot of other social sites, which I don't know how anybody can manage that. That, that shit is overwhelming to me. I can manage about three social media sites and I'm good. How do we, how do we maintain ourselves? I've seen so many quotes that deal with, you know, people being broken down and people being hurt um, and losing pieces of themselves. But I think if we're honest and we really focus on being true to ourselves and being true to our heart, we're not going to lose pieces of ourselves that are at our core. Now, I'm not speaking for people who have been through abuse because sometimes there is too much trauma and too much damage to go back to a certain baseline. But I am speaking in terms of, you know, that emotional fulfillment and stability that we have when we're true to ourselves, when we're honest with ourselves, when we um, pour into ourselves and make sure that, like, we're taken care of and that our our heart, our mind, our spirit, our body is fed properly. So I've been thinking on it, you know, how 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 do we how do we recreate or how do we get always return return home to self? That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> Cuz I think that's one of the best ways to um be able to keep that feeling of excitement within us is to always find a way to return home to self but how do I do that how do I do that um 
that's an amazing question that I am hoping to answer as I continue talking because honestly, this is just me rambling. Okay, I'm back. Um, so, what are what are some ways, as I was previously suggesting, what are some ways that we can actually circle back to that feeling of excitement before having your heart broken? Um, what are ways that we can circle back to that feeling, that sense of self, that wholeness that we all have the capability of carrying how do we circle back to that um that's not a one and done answer i know that for sure because it it's a, it's a daily practice of finding that time to do what you love finding that time to be with yourself and finding that time to reconnect with your spirit because a lot of times we can be distracted especially if you're busy if you're a parent if you're a student whatever the case is in your life um we just can disconnect a lot from like what we're feeling or from our own spirit just because we're in a robot mode like you just have to do 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 we're in a very (laughs) masculine serving society where we have to earn in order to um make money to buy the things that we need and that's not a wrong or a bad thing but my god it's 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 a fucking exhausting thing at times you know it'd be nice to just be able to be in that receptive mode more often and just get money for i don't know simply being but anyways that that is also another talk for another time um so cultivating a daily practice that's gonna look different for everyone um getting back to that sense of self getting back to that that creating that space so i guess what i'm trying to say is in order to get to that feeling of having a whole heart being wholehearted um having that continued excitement for life for love for people um part of that is cultivating a daily practice to reconnect with yourself and hey if you believe in a god to reconnect with a god um I'm 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 more of an open to all types of faith, so I'm not going to tell you which God, just whoever you believe in. Um, as I said, that's going to look different for everyone. You know, for me, in order to calm my nerves and reconnect with myself, I do yoga. But to really, truly connect with myself, to kind of bring back that feeling of joy, um, I like to sing. I like to sing. I like to put on my headphones and dance and sing. Um, you know, it's important if the, if, we, if we want to feel good, we have to do things that make help us to feel good, that encourage that good feeling. So you're going to want to, what? You're going to take care of your body, whatever form of exercise um, you can do, whether it's yoga. And yes, there is some sweating, fast-paced yoga contrary to what some people believe they think it's just breathing um i am witness that it's far more than that it just depends on how you use it uh you can play sports you can do hiking you can do um biking uh 
there are, I believe there's what, there's bar, like the bar workouts, um, you can join a class, some people are more extrinsically motivated, and they need to be around other people working out, and that's okay too, um, so you you need to take that time to create that energy in your body, right? And then you need to be able to take care of your spirit. Um, that's going to look different for everyone too. For some people, that's praying a few times a day. For some people, that's going to a prayer meeting every week. For some people, that is doing meditation and doing yoga, which can also be a, a sort of a spiritual exercise, but there are other ways to, you know, practice your spirituality. Some people do walking meditations, some people do journaling and journal out, like, their thoughts. Um, it, it, it honestly just depends on what you choose as a spiritual practice. For some people, writing is a spiritual practice. Um, it's going to look different. So being able to set aside time for your spirit. And truthfully, for some people, music is a spiritual practice. And I can definitely tell you if you're trying to raise your vibration or really soothe your spirit, music does work wonders. I mean, it, it's a wonderful tool. <laughs> I sometimes just use, you know, popular music that I love, or sometimes I'll use, like, a guided meditation or music that is specifically geared towards, um, calming your body down. That, that depends as well. Now, I've mentioned physical, I've mentioned spiritual, your mental state. (laughs) Your mental state is important as well. Um, what are you doing to learn about new things? What are you doing to help your brain to grow? Are you feeding your body the right food so that your brain can work properly? Are you getting enough rest? Are you getting enough rest? Are you getting enough water? And these things, while they're physical, actually affect your mental health. Um, who are you spending time around? Are they constantly dragging you down or... Um, Are they uplifting you? Are they giving you a very balanced view of things? Because that's important as well. You know, your, your, your mental state is affected by so many different things. Like, your spirit, your body, your mind. There's an interconnectedness. So they all affect one another. But it's super important to protect your your energy. Protect your mind. Guard it from the things that could truly drag you down. Um, Some of that can be a little bit difficult. If you're struggling with, you know, a mental disorder, if you live with a mental disorder, that may mean taking the time, especially if you don't have access to therapy or can't afford it, that may mean taking the time to sit down and finding someone who can maybe coach you through it um, and really getting into developing practices that help retrain your mind. And it is not an easy thing. (laughs) It requires more self-reflection, which can sometimes create anxiety. Um, But as I said, taking care of that mental state, that's important. So you take care of your physical body. That's how you help um, yourself to reconnect and create that home feeling within yourself. 
take care of your spirit, whether it's prayer, whether it's church, whether it's, I don't know, um, having tea every week with a, with a good friend, um, and you take care of your mental state. Who are you around? What are you doing? What are you feeding your mind? What are you reading? What are you watching? Um, are you taking time to rest and drink enough water? And so on and so forth. I can make a whole list about this, but honestly, the truth is, it's gonna be that's gonna be different for everyone. Um, but those are just main check-in points. So taking that time daily to take care of yourself, a small spiritual practice does not have to be very long. A small physical practice, twenty to thirty minutes. I know there are people out there who work out a lot. That is great. Not everyone has the time um, or the anxiety level to deal with that. So um, taking the time to do those things daily is going to help you reconnect to yourself. And when you can reconnect to yourself, you can actually take the time to feel (laughs) rested and joyful. That time to be... Joyful is what's needed. That time to be carefree is what's needed to have that feeling of wholeheartedness. When you feel like you can fully be be yourself, um, unjudged. And I'm saying that as a person with anxiety. I live with anxiety, so <laughs> it's not like it's not like this one and done thing where it's like, oh, my anxiety's gone. No, it's a matter of. Um, Continuing to practice it, even on the hard days. Um, So I began this kind of talking about what it would be like to get your mind back to that place of, 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 of feeling like you did before you ever felt betrayed by anyone. And I, I didn't even mention, like, what it's like to feel betrayed by, like, parents or family before you're even, like, ever in, like, your first boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. What does it feel like before we've ever been betrayed? And it's that feeling of just exist, existential hopefulness. <laughs> I, I, that, I just made that up. Um, but basically, it's just that expansive can continued feeling of hopefulness like yes like I'm gonna be okay I'm gonna have what I need anything is possible that does take taking care of yourself when you fully take care of yourself and you can stand firm in that and you're not gonna allow anyone to budge on your boundaries and you can let your mind be creative and just kind of have that hope I know some people think that that is naive I could care less um as naive as it may seem, hope is one of those things that I will always hold on to. Faith is one of those things that I will always hold on to. I've never not been able to get through anything. I've always gotten what I needed. Um, and I will continue for as long as I can to believe that there are good people out there that it is possible to have a good life and that it's possible to be able to find good people to find your tribe 
I know that some of what I said could seem very simple, and it could seem very unimportant, but I realized also as I was thinking the other day, you know, after the the crap that I've gone through in the relationships and the choices that I've made in life, um, there are a lot of selfish people out there, and I'm not saying that to be incredibly negative, but it's as if we're allowing ourselves to turn extremely selfish in order to block out any more pain. Um, And that's not the answer. The answer is to continue to open our hearts, but to strengthen our hearts and our minds as well. Again, take care of yourself, have good boundaries, take care of your body, your mind, your spirit, let yourself be creative. But keep those boundaries and know when to step away. And the more that you listen to yourself, the more that you listen to your heart, you'll know when to step away. I've had people argue with me and say, no, your heart misleads you. Absolutely not. Your heart knows. It's that we argue back and forth with our mind on things because, in my opinion, the mind is more of a fickle thing than the heart. The heart is simple. It's pure. You know when you're getting an answer from the heart. People might want to argue with me on this. That's fine. This is how I feel on it. Um... But we can't allow ourselves to become so extremely selfish that we block out opportunities to heal our own pain, to actually connect with others, and to find the love that we're seeking. And yes, it's okay to seek external love while you're growing your own internal self-love. Like, it's not, there's no black and white crap here. Um... So I hope some of what I shared and what I'm feeling has helped out, has helped you in some way today. These are just my thoughts on helping to continue to create that feeling of having a whole heart, having a heart that's not mended, but unbroken. Um, Because as we know, the heart is a muscle. Yeah, 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 I'm being mushy-mushy. The heart's a muscle. It stretches. I don't think that hearts truly break. And if they do, we've let them go too far. It's time that we protect our hearts, take care of ourselves, so that we can continue to create that feeling of hopefulness, so we can actually have a satisfactory life. We can have the job that we want. We can have the partner that we want. We can have the tribe that we want in our lives and not continue to feel hopeless. Anyways, I hope you all have an amazing evening. And I hope that you get good rest. And I hope that you can take a deep breath and just let that shit go.